Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Safe Space. Um, if anybody knew the the hassle we just went through traveling rooms, uh, this we were, were like a traveling circus. I think uh, the last twenty minutes trying to get this podcast up. Uh, so let's just do a quick check in, and let's get, and then we get this party started. How's everybody doing? Doing good. good. Yeah, all right. Great. Great. Uh, it's exciting because this room is full and everybody's excited. Uh, you know, we had to commandeer Jonathan though, because Jonathan was trying to make a run for it. <laughs> always, always, Jonathan. We got Marcus though. We got Marcus. Yeah. Marcus will let you go. I could turn it from home. What? I could turn it from home. I. But would you though? Would you? If I don't fall asleep. That's what my worry is. You mean if we don't play games? You mean? No, I pass out. You pass out playing games. That's a good So I'm just, I mean, I just laugh because, I mean, it's great that this podcast keeps growing and you guys keep coming. And it's just like, you know, we just have to keep moving towards bigger, the bigger and bigger room. And, I, and that's my goal. I hope this, this podcast gets into a bigger room. And eventually, I hope I get to remove myself from this podcast. And you guys just run it yourselves. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that would be great. And then you guys just be like, all right, Miss Lila, you, you just have to edit it. And then, I mean, that would be my ultimate goal. But just seeing you guys in here, it just really makes my heart happy. I mean, the transfer of the rooms, that was a little chaotic, but that's okay. We did it, though. Uh, yeah, we did it. I mean, you guys moved quick. Yeah. I mean, it was quite quickly when I was like, all right, we got to move. You guys were just like, got it, let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> There's nothing we can't do if we put our hands in. And if you want to do it. I know, you guys, you did so quickly. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you make you tear up. Keep it in. So, um. Question for Hentai. I'm listening. How, how does it feel to not have background noise? Right? Yeah. <laughs> How does it feel? Yay! Oh, yeah. let's just point out that Hedgehog is here in person. Yeah. That's oh what, by the way, what like pushed us to move into another room. Because we were like, we we had finally settled in and then Hedgehog walked in. And we were like, oh god, we gotta move. <laughs> so Hedgehog, how does it feel being here in person? Well, I'm new here. I'm still finding out, but so far it's been nice. Yeah, yeah. I kind of noticed quick that Jonathan is taller than me now, but hey. <laughs> oh my goodness. But it's it's nice to see you, you know, as I say, in the flesh. Yep, all of you too. So it's good to see you. Um, and then uh, Carissa, she has a new foster, I was going to say puppy, kitten. Carissa, how is it being a new foster mom again to another kitten? Uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, I have a baby kitten and he's just, he's wonderful. So it's going great. I'm sure you can hear him. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Did you name him or did he already come named? Krissa? Did you name the kitten? Oh. oh, I didn't name him. The shelter did. And his name is actually Richard. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! He was the cutest thing. I wish people could see this. Should have gone. Should have gone with Watterson. Just completed it. What? Should have put Watterson. Just Richard completed. Watterson. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, <amazing. yes. laughs> so how old? How old is he? How long have you had him? I've had him for almost three to four days, and he is ten weeks old. <gasps> yes. Oh my 
goodness. Yay. Oh, bless your heart for taking such a good foster mommy. Because I would never give any of them back. <laughs> I, would be a, I would be a horrible foster mom. I'd be like, oh my God, you're a foster. I'd be a, what they call a foster fail. Oh, yeah, I would keep them all. And they'd be like, okay, you have to get to the point of family. I'd be like, what animal? That would be they got lost. I <laughs> am got lost. I'm keeping them, all of them. So that's awesome. Good for you, Carissa. Um, so today's topic is we're gonna talk about, I mean, the time that this podcast gets released, I mean, we're already in August, but it's gonna be a little later in August, is World International Justice, which happened back in July. But I felt like it was a really important topic to talk about because um, more than ever in today's society, justice seems to be a big topic. And you know, whether it, what was it justified? Is it justified? What is justice? and I thought, on a more interesting level, what is international justice? You know, because we talk about what's happening in our, in our own backyard, but what's happening around the world? So I'm going to open up the floor before I talk about what is international justice. Uh, should I tell you guys what international justice or should I open up the prompt question? I think a tell prompt us. question. Okay, so I hear, tell Prompt question, or should I tell? You should tell them and tell them um, so, the prompt question. question. Okay, so. Prompt question and tell. Okay. Um, I'm going to do the prompt question. So then I hear, okay, what is your understanding of justice? Justice is boring. Is boring? Blind. Blind. Oh, it's boring. <laughs> okay, justice is, justice is blind. Well, it takes, sometimes it will take a very long time if it ever comes for like justice to be, you know, satisfied. And sometimes it doesn't even happen at all, or it just happens like hundreds of years later if like people remembered the case. Yeah. Uh, things about justice is that like, you have to question it and it's, it's hard to tell for a good amount of situation, whether it, it is or justice or not. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Tiana said, um, I think that justice is like karma. Like whatever you do, it comes back to you. So no matter how much you run, justice is always going to find you. Yeah. Okay, but it's not only that, but like justice is super not fair. Because like, especially on the racial part. Right. Like she said, justice comes in like, it comes in different ways, but sometimes it's served equally or unfairly in like, People have to protest and fight for justice every day and their case can't be heard or it's not a believable case to fight for the justice. Interesting. When that happened, I feel like that is no justice. Like, because if it's doing it based on racial, like your race or something like that, then that is no justice. That is just um, the people at the top taking advantage of those at the down. But justice, real justice, fight for everyone. As Hentoff said, it's blind. It's the... It doesn't know that this is um black, this is white, or this is this and that. So that's real justice. That's real justice. But is it is justice real though? Um, I would say mm, no. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. Okay. It depends. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, it depends yeah, but most of the time, like on a level, justice technically people look at it from away. It it's can be like revenge. Us anything. other humans judging other humans, and it's like mm-hmm. there's not gonna be equality in it whatsoever. Interesting. Right. Because even though, sorry, even though you try your best not to like base your opinion off your emotions, but your right. emotions is a big part of it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I want to add on, like for me. Whether justice is real or not depends on the things we go by and like the different rules and different aspects that we have to go through. So that's why that's how I can do. I try to determine whether justice is real or not because it can go both ways for me. Okay. So I'm gonna tell you guys now what what is world the World Day of International uh, International Justice or what they call International Criminal Justice Day. This day is designated as World Day of International Justice since it marks the 20th anniversary of Rome Statute's adoption in 1998. The International Criminal Court, ICCC, what ICC, well, I had an extra C, was formed with the aid of this treaty since the day in 1998, 139 nations had signed the court's treaty and over 80 countries representing every area of the world has recognized it. This year's World Social Justice Day is subject subject is social justice in the digital economy. But interesting, the U.S. is not not a state party to the Rome Statute, so the United States has not signed onto this treaty. Wow. It's participated every five weeks of an intense negotiations that created the ICC. It was one of the only seven countries. Seven countries have not signed this, along with China, Iraq, Israel, Libya. Qatar and Yemen, who have voted against the statue. So, what do you guys think about that? I thought Russia would not I really thought Russia was going to be one of the ones. But what do you think that we, as a country, have not signed along against on this International Justice Day? I'm not. I'm not surprised. Why are you not surprised? I'm not surprised because because um. As an immigrant, they said that America is um, a freedom, a place of freedom. And what people don't realize, with that freedom comes a lot of responsibility right. and more. But people don't talk about the more. Meaning the justice system is so not fair that um, I know people, for example, that try to get into the country illegally. Meaning they go... <laughs> they go through things that they shouldn't have to to get into this country because they want education and stuff that we are offered that we get here and we use like it's just like nothing's enough but other people want it and need it and the justice system it's just like okay whatever yeah it's like it don't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah mm, I would say that we didn't sign it because like they don't want anybody to be you know to be in America's business or trying to you know bringing outside justice in america because they want to do it themselves like they don't it basically i'm pretty sure that they will thought it would be the same thing as britain we have somebody very far away like you know that far away we're gonna just gonna come in and just say this is wrong this is right so most people probably be like no, i don't want that we want to be our independent self we want to do it ourselves you know america they want to be their own freedom they want to be them you know that's why i don't say that okay i'm gonna let you guys continue before Okay, when you say that, <laughs> what do you mean by that? Meaning, like, even though a country should be independent, yes, 
but let's say we're going to war and you don't have the supplies you need aren't you supposed to reach to your fellow other country yes for for like for a fallback plan or whatever it may be because you never know what may happen tomorrow yeah but that's different from that that's that's basically you having an ally country but the other thing is just a group of country coming together to judge other you know like a justice system. Like but it should be like that. I it mean, should be it like should. that, but it's a shit. Because oh. we never know. Most of those countries might have it out for America. That's what they might think. And they might want to be like, this is not right. This is not right. So in America's mind, or whoever's running at the time, might be like, they might be against us. And they might try, you know, turn the people against us for the justice system and take over our own people. Or we don't want them to interfere with our own government. We want to do it ourselves. We want to be the one like, to bring the justice. But with the ally thing, it's different because, you know, it's about war. It's about, you know, helping other country get in there. But that's the justice system, though. It's different because they don't want that one to run it. They don't want that one to judge their own people. They don't want that one to die. Yeah, okay. But yesterday, when we were watching the video about the AIDS thing, yeah. the way that America took it, if America, you know, if we were together with other people as a country, it's the fact that they don't want to share their resources but other countries so that we may improve. I mean, I kind of understand the way what Hentoff is saying because like um the thing that I see is that like America is a really proud country. They like they feel like they're on top of the world. And I mean it's true. They're like <laughs> like a super like they are going to be like a yeah. super like big yes, superpower. And the thing is that <laughs> and the thing is that they think that their own justice system is the better way. Yeah. So I mean you should it's like you don't want someone from maybe um a third country to come and judge some your citizen so i think that that's what they were they are looking at or something like that but my personal opinion i'm kind of surprised because i didn't think that america wouldn't sign on because it's a america is a land of the freedom that's why everyone comes here so i was kind of surprised so from what i so we have to think about like think about war criminals. Mm. I want you guys to think about that. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that, that's the intention of this statue. So I want you to think about, I'm going to read you a case about war criminals, but what are, I'm going to ask you this, what are your ethical considerations of justice? So what do you think about the ethical part of justice? What are the ethics of justice? Are there ethics of justice? Like, if, are you, like, are you trying to ask a question? Like, if some, if there's a serial killer, should they like kill this serial killer? Like, um, I don't know. Death penalty. Take it where you want. This is what, it's I an open-ended question. I mean, <laughs> it really is. It, it, I mean, you're talking eye for an eye. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's hard. Justice is really, really complicated. To it some is. people, justice might be. You kill my mother, I'm gonna kill your mother. You kill my mother, you should go to jail. You kill my mother, I'm gonna forgive you, and that's justice. When you kill my mother, I'm just gonna kill everybody around me because you did that to people. Justice is completely different to people. Mm -hmm. So it really depends. Like, like if it's a group thing, like many people agree with what is justice, what is justice, then maybe we might go with it, but it's still gonna be different for other people though. So yes and no. So it's like so where do we draw the line that's the question mm. so my so my question is from your perspective what's well, justice trying to achieve? well it's for pity like what like for, like somebody come like i would draw the line if somebody commits something pity and then you give them something harsh that's how i would draw the line 
Like, I can't be going around if I'm hungry and I steal a bread and all of a sudden you say you're going to cut my arm or your leg off for that. They no, that's that. way too yeah. pretty. That is way too yeah. pretty. I mean, that's what the thing is. If you stole, they used to take an arm. Like, that is way too pretty. It's just a loaf of bread. I'm hungry. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, with our justice system, there is no, like, not only equality, there is no justice in the justice system. For instance, um, the George Floyd, the George Floyd case, they might have given him prison time and all that, but all in all, at the end of the day, we're, there's no justice for the family because you can't bring that person back. Like, there's no, like, because... You have to think of the emotional status of his kids and everything else. There's because they might feel like they still didn't get the justice they deserve. I mean, um, the justice system is so flawed, which is why people often make it a habit of taking justice into their own hands instead of going to like the police and stuff. So we're talking about vigilantes now. <laughs> um, I want to say that. So no, yeah, let's let's explore that. Let's explore that for a minute. Vigilantes. Let's talk about Batman next. Yeah. Like, well, no, like, like, let's talk about if Batman is, is like not killing the Joker, justified or not. Because, you know, but where that's do we where draw the line? These ideas come from, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, where do we draw the line? Let's say, should Joker kill the Batman or should he not kill the Batman? <laughs> wait, wait, what? Opposite, opposite. I'm saying, should Batman, Batman kill the Joker yeah. or not? Yeah. Yes. Right? And this is, but this is something. Yes, it's on TV, and we're like, yeah, kill a kill Joker, right? But in real life, you go to jail. But in real life, you go to jail. But is that okay? No. Uh, why? No, I mean, like, I, if wait, you wait, know, let, let me, I'm sorry. Let me, why? <laughs> no, she's no. not ready for that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, if you know the thing Joker has done, which basically skinning people alive, killing babies, eating the entire population of China for lunch, like, is he the, does he deserve to live or does he? I mean, it's just like criminals have backstories before they even become a criminal. Something happened to them that changed them dramatically. Mentally and physically, but that because guarantee. Batman doesn't want to kill Joker because Batman and Joker has been friends, and anytime he fights Joker, it reminds him all the good times Joker and him, you know, had together. So he can't necessarily say he hates Joker, but at the same time, he doesn't want to kill him, right? Because Batman tried to teach Joker how to not use violence for everything, and you know, solve with other ways. But Joker wants to use violence in bad ways. So our justice system doesn't provide that at all. So is it our job to be, my question is for you guys, is it our job to be jury, judge, and executioner? Uh, That should be God's job, but. Listen, um, it's like, it's like, let's say, um, so um, you have two kids, right? Yeah. And one of the kids threw the water, um, threw water in the floor, right? You are you gonna give just one of the kids candy and then the other one not? Huh? It's like look, 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 look at the point I'm trying to make. Look at the look at the, look at the point I'm trying to make. It's like it's like um we recognize that they did something wrong, but then at the end of the day, everyone deserves a second chance, though, right? But then it's up to like the person that that it happened to to think if they deserve a second chance or not. Because what if it was the other way around? The person that did it, um, and then the other guy gave him a second chance and not and not the other way around, right? Well, we have to look at the point that 
nobody's Just, just like she said, no one's perfect. We bring it on us. What if it was the black people that were um, privileged and the white not? Yeah. We would treat the we would the black people would still treat the white as slaves, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a thing that was supposed to happen. The um the um justice like justice was like it, it we made it upon ourselves. Like we brought it our type of justice we brought it upon ourselves. Go ahead, Tiana. Okay, so let's go to like the system though, because oh wait, wait, hold on. Chris has been very quiet. Oh, Justin, I was gonna ask Chris. So, uh, so I was just listening in. I agree with most of your opinions. When you think of justice, you think of equality. It's it's balance because when you look up the definition of justice and you go to images, you're gonna see a scale. And they're both balanced, which means it's all about equality. So um, just I believe that um, lawmakers and people who carry out justice should be completely impartial, which means no one should be favored over the other. And that is what justice means to me. Okay. But let I go. 
also, like I was saying, um, based on like the justice system, like they said, it's never going to be fair, especially with people who go, who rise to the power who are biased and greedy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, with racism, is it ever going to really end? It's like, because it's a feeling and it's something that's taught and it's not really going to ever end possibly ever. So when we think about the justice system, we just have to think about the people who are in it because we're, we're literally, and it's like, and it goes hand in hand with voting. You're literally giving people, you're allowing people, you're not always allowing people, but you're, we have people who know what they're doing and they can use that power against us. Hence why a lot of us are like in really such in really bad places because we don't actually, for one, we don't actually care. There's a lot of people who don't care about it. Like before we even go about that, we have to like get people to start caring about it and like educating them because if we don't, then we're just gonna have the same problems and have the same discussions over and over again about why this justice system isn't even just justice at all. Because we have to remember back in the day, there used to be white justices who were literally get paid off, not even paid off, they would take it for free to actually just put someone in jail who didn't commit the crime. So you just have to think about that factor and what you put there and what you can actually do to kick them out of office. Uh, to add on what, uh, what Tayana said, um, when I think of like the things that we have for justice, all I feel is that like our main issue with dealing with justice is that we take too long to act to it because we have many issues. Like we said, we have racial issues. We have issues with like court cases. We have all of these issues, but they're never taken into account. We're making these small steps, which we're trying to resolve the little things. But when it comes to the big things, when we when we have other little things that are going on, it becomes big to the point where it, sometimes it's uncontrollable. And we have to, in my viewpoint is that like this, even though there's gonna be issues, if we, I feel like we should try to improve our justice system throughout life because there's always gonna be issues, even though people are gonna, some people are gonna suffer, we can save a good majority of people in the process. Okay, I'm going to say this one thing, but everybody on this situation that just happened, everybody has their own opinion. Justice is so weak, not only here, but worldwide, meaning in other countries. For instance, Haiti, the, the president had no, had no justice. They slaughtered him. And everybody has their own different opinion. And I'm not going to argue with anybody about that because, listen, hey, it happened. But the thing is, you know, even though he wasn't a great leader to, for some people, you know, even if he wasn't doing what he said he would be doing, because most people, when they want people to vote for them, they say, oh, I'm going to change this and that, and I'm going to do this. And once they're in power, they have that power, they have that money, they do not care. But they, but they do not think about, you know, where they came from. He did not get just the vibe. They slaughtered him, and it was just, that's it, you know? Yeah. No justice. And it's like, justice, injustice is like all over the world. Yeah. yeah. You make a good point there. So I'm going to read something to you guys. This is a case that was tried on, from the, on the International Criminal Court, okay? This is the stuff that the International Criminal Court deals with. Um, this guy's name is Joseph Coney. 
know what? He's a worm criminal. So who cares if I say it wrong? <laughs> um, Where is he from? He's from Uganda. Okay. So the Lord Resistance Army was formed by Joseph Tony in, in northern Uganda in 1987 as a religiously inspired militia group. Since its founding, the group has been responsible for a widespread and systematic abuse of human rights across Central Africa, including Uganda, Democratic Republic of Congo, Central Africa Republic, and South Sudan. And many may amount to war crimes and against crimes against humanity. According to the United Nations, the LRA was responsible for more than 100,000 deaths, the abduction of between 60,000 to 100,000 children, and the displacement of as many as 2.5 million civilians between 1987 and 2012. The group frequently forced children to kill or maim their own families while abducted women and children often become wives of the LAR leaders, suffering repeated rapes and sexual assaults. Despite the significant reduction of the members of the LRA fighters since 2012, the group remains a threat to populations in South Africa. The LRA has exploited insufficient national inter and international presence in the remote areas of, uh, of Central African Republic, Republic uh, and Northeastern, they have the acronyms, so I'm sorry to flip over there, Democratic Republic of Congo, to illicitly traffic national resources to sustain its operations. According to the LRA, traffic uh, crisis tracker, the group was responsible for 212 abductions and nine civilian fatalities uh, in, the, in the car in the DRC during 2019. The International Criminal Court was issued arrest warrants for Joseph Kony and four members of the LRA. While two of the warrants were terminated following the death of the, of the named individuals, Kony and Vincent Adi, made at large, the alleged brigade of commander within the LRA, Dominic Oslin, was captured and handed over to the court during January 2015. Uh, Anwen, who himself abducted, abducted as a child, is being tried by the ICC on 70 counts of war crimes and crimes against humanity, including attacks against civilian population, murder, rape, sexual slavery, forced marriage, torture, conscription, and the use of children under the age of 15 to participate in actively in, in hostilities. That's a lot. That is a lot. But these are the things that the international court deals with. So international levels. On the international level. So why won't our own, own country sign on to this? <laughs> I can think of a, I can think of a reason why they won't sign. Why why won't our country? Like I said, they probably don't want to deal with other countries' problems. They want to deal with their own problems without letting other countries come into their own problems. But still, it doesn't say like, because like America, as I said, America is like the land of the freedom, trying to give freedom and. Get, I mean, America and China is like trying to spread um, democracy across well, the China, world. Well, China, China's communist uh, democracy. No, no, no. I'm saying that like it's like um, United States versus um, China. Like yeah. China is trying to spread yes, and America is trying to spread democracy. China is trying to spread the communism around yeah. the world. Mm -hmm. So like, if like United States is trying to spread democracy, why not try to join it? So I don't. I, 
I don't know why they well, like, maybe, maybe they just don't want, like, kids I'll say, they don't probably want, they probably don't want them invading their problems. They have, because that's not, because America is not a very pretty place. Like, in history, you all know, like, it's not very, it's not, it's, <laughs> What's up with the critical race <laughs> So, it's not nice at all. And then it's like, there's so much going on here that we probably don't even know that they can actually find out and discover, and they don't want that. They have to be found out. They don't want to be greedy. Definitely greedy and definitely power there. They just don't want that. They don't want to be found and locked up and have everything taken away that they um, work so hard yet unfairly for. Yeah. So, my question is so the guy that they have in custody. Wait, they call him? I thought he was so Yeah. Yeah, no. So, the guy who actually started the LRA, Mm -hmm. dead. Oh, I understand it. I could be wrong. But Dominic, we're going to call him Dominic because I don't want to say his last name. Um, he was a victim of all of this, believe it or not. He started as a child. He was a captured, uh, he, he himself was abducted as a child and was raised in the LRA. Yeah. So, Oops. All right, Mr. Tinkoff over there. Weirdos. Um, how do you feel about him getting tried? Well, he's not a, gr- a grown man. Now he's a grown man. All right, then he should know better. I mean, oh, I, would oh, 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 I would say that it's a tough ten. He was raised. He was raised. That is the mindset. Remember, these children. Were forced like, to kill their own families to survive. So that's yeah. traumatic. Yeah. It's a little traumatic, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like that happens in, in almost every country that's not America. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we like we grab our people here today and be like, John, go ahead, kill your family, survive. <laughs> I mean, that's. But what do you? How do you feel about him getting tried? I when I read that, I, I mean, was like, I'm was thinking, thinking, um, they should have put him through like I mean, like, no, what what happens is that in other countries, like, like that, what they do, like the people that that force them to kill them is they brainwash them and make them think that their parents, their family hates them. They make them, they make them think that, that they're bad people. And, and then the people that they're, they're telling them that that to kill stuff is the good people. So it's not, it's not just because they wanted to, it's because they were brainwashed. I mean, it's like the whole idea of like we human beings are the ones who are determining that this is right and this is wrong. And like right. the way we are raised, if my, my mom tells me that, like for instance, my, in my culture, we don't use our left hand to shake someone, it's considered disrespectful. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> so, I know that. so for something like that, 
and if I, if I'm doing it, maybe let's say that it, um we sh- maybe I came to America. And let's say there's a law that you should you should left them to be people, and in my culture, it's disrespectful to do that, and I don't do it now. Who is wrong in this situation? Nobody. Right. Like you see, so like, it's the same thing. He was raised the the mindset that person was raising. We don't know. He mm-hmm. was raised to believe that what he was doing was right. So that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, do we? So do we? Is he a victim, or is he a criminal? Uh, for me, at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Like Kelvin said, we don't know what he experienced. We don't know the different things that we know he, he did, but we don't know how it feels to experience that. And we don't know how it got there. So the only way we can like really tell or not is to have someone that experienced the same thing. I'm going to bring a really traumatizing movie for you guys. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought this going to probably change my time. Yeah. And he's going to be like, I'm so sorry, Miss Lillian. <laughs> I take back my answer. I mean. That's um, what I say. He's a victim. He's a victim. I mean, he's also yeah. like a criminal. The thing, that's why I say, if okay, he's an adult. Like, the reason why I say, if he's an adult, because right then, she's probably already experienced the world. Because the thing, when you go to somewhere and somewhere, like if I go to America and Australia, they will have different rules, just like Kelvin's today, you know, shake hand with that, shake hand with that. Now it depends on what you want to do. Do you want to respect this place rule or do you want to respect your home rule? But what happens if this is the only way to survive? That is also a problem because now it's really, really hard. Now, because would you kill somebody that had the power to destroy your country, but but he's doing it so you can survive? Would you kill that person? Like, would you? I like, mean, it, it will be it considered like self-defense. It will consider self-defense. So, because you have to remember, these kids are getting abducted. I can't speak to that. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. What does that mean? Huh? Um, these kids are getting abducted. Let's say from the ages of eight to fifteen. I'm just throwing that out there, right? And now, let's say I abducted you. I said, well, guess what? Go ahead, shoot your family. And now I'm going to tell you we're going to go kill some other families, and now you have to rape, pillage to survive. If you don't, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, but what are you going to do? That is the thing. That's what I'm saying. Fight or flight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now, if somebody else came into this situation who doesn't know, now you told him that situation, and then but the like, and I still want to do what 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 they taught me, like rape, kill, pillage. The person came in. Should that person kill me? To save those other people, or what should he should he like try to help me even though That's I don't have that mindset that. anymore to need help because I'm too far gone? Like it all depends on what's going on. Like that's that's the big question. Yeah, because the reason why I say if it's an that's adult is because he's already experienced what. And you also make sure you said he was the leader now. I remember. No, he he is he he now he's one of the commanders now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's one of the commanders now. So He's probably already experiencing things like, what should you do? Should you come and kill this commander who's done all those bad things? I, or should you try to sympathize with him? No, I know what you're. I, I know what you're saying. I'm playing devil's advocate at this point. But the thing is, is that we have to consider the victims in all of this too. Yeah, that's so, true. Um, unfortunately, this conversation. I mean, we can continue this conversation for another hour. If I, if I, if I <laughs> let you guys, because um, Kiana's like. I'm so ready to talk. <laughs> yeah, because I have something. All right, so I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you talk. Nobody else is allowed to talk after Tiana because then we're going to go to last minute thoughts. Okay. 
Um, you, before I continue, do you guys want to do a part two? Yes. 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 Sure. Part two. <laughs> yes. We're going to do a part two on international justice. Yes. Because, so that way, research. Yeah. yeah, then you guys can do more research. We'll, look, we'll, we'll, we'll dissect more war crimes. And maybe yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start hedge off for life. Something that might start. All right, perfect. All right, so yeah, go ahead. So this this Japanese case that happened back in the 1980s, where it's this girl named Junko Bruka who okay. went through her case was called excuse me, I'm English, but 44 days of hell. Okay. So those represent the 44 days she was tortured, <gasps> raped. abducted, and raped. I heard yeah. about yeah. it. It was more like you don't. Like it was, it was, it, it was, was really, like, it was really it was bad. Really yeah. guy that they, they, they really mutilated her. They like put stuff in her. But yeah, yeah, I heard about it. But the thing is, she this could have been all prevented if the two police officers that went to the house, because actually people knew about her, but they were too scared of the people who actually abducted her, and she they were a part of like a mafia in a way. So yeah, and there, there were two police officers. But here's the the thing with the justice system too is that these were two newbies. They didn't send any professional, any um, seasoned officers there, and because of that, they actually did not even decide to like check out the house where she was actually held captive. And because of that, she actually died there, and she never got it. And plus, the bad, the worst thing about it is that whenever people hear her, all they do is all they they say a lot of bad things about her. But besides that, she just never got any justice at all. They're actually still roaming free to this day right now. No, see. Yeah. And the things that they were so indescribable, it's really bad. They even made like a whole manga of it. Wow. Yeah. A manga? Yes. Oh, uh, heads up, like, I'm on it. <laughs> yes. But it's nowhere as bad as what she went through. Yeah. yeah. Now, the, now, the question is if those people that did those things to her were brainwashed, yeah. became an adult, and they were forced to do that to her. See, if you came to the house and see her the way she is right now, all middle to the now, would you take your gun out and shoot her? No, tell me. Everything's black and white. Is that the part where they kill her and they bury her body? All right, they buried her body. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna throw this conversation in part two, and we're gonna make Hentoff see that everything's not black and white. I never said they're black. I'm just saying it's a different choice. Okay, we're gonna those last minute thoughts. Who's gonna so, start us off? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I this. know. This, okay. is, this is gonna sound I heard about it. Harsh. And it showed Okay, <laughs> but, all right, yeah, but, Calvin's talking. But this is gonna sound a little bit um, harsh, but this is kind of the hard truth we have to accept to like okay. we cannot save everyone and we cannot um get justice for everyone. But what we can do is that we can try our best and make it as better than it is now. Because the justice system, as I said, it can never be perfected, unless but we can robots. make it better. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah, unless we become robots, we can calculate everything at high speed. Be like, well, at eleven thirty today, there's a bomb that's gonna go off. Let's kill. Right, guys, remember, have- well, who created robots? We have a little yeah, they're gonna on, create robots. Come on. Robot come on, come on, come on. Anyway, today was fun. I'm glad I came. It's way more fun than being a laptop screen kids screaming at my head. So I enjoyed this. <laughs> All right, awesome. Huh? Next. Whoever's going huh? next, you don't have to go if you don't want to. I see them person. This was a funny podcast. <laughs> and you guys are funny. I like the podcast. It wasn't bad. It was good. It wasn't bad. Uh thank you for listening. Just remember, as like man Kelvin said, justice, just always try to perfect it. Always try to think of the little and big things that are going around in your community or the world. Yeah. So regarding justice, it's to 
technically in the eyes of the beholder and yeah, yeah like how it's never really going to be fair and it's honestly if we can just save people and this and get more awareness out there then it's better than nothing so yeah perfect okay so my first podcast and this was <laughs> yeah this was really interesting yeah yeah it was really interesting it was fun having to you know discuss you know stuff yeah. going on around the world but it's crazy yeah, thank you. That's it. <laughs> All right, Chris, do you have anything? Yes, I do. Um, I can say that we as civilians also play a part in the justice system. And so my last minute thought would just be to practice empathy and put yourself in other people's shoes and then everything will work out just fine. Awesome. Thank you. So my last minute thought is, you know what, be kind to one another. And again, just love, just be kind to yourself. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Safe Space. You can check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. Why do I always forget that one? Um, you can check us out. Uh, we'll be in your ears next week. Thank you, guys. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.